Hello and welcome everyone to Katie Loves Kaiju, where we talk about giant monsters, monster movies, and whatever that thing is on Samuel Jackson's head. I'm Katie. I'm Will. And Will, what are we watching today? Today we are watching 2017's Kong Skull Island. Kong, as in King Kong? Yes. That's exciting. An uh, ape of enormous size. So, um... I'm not sure if anyone out here has noticed, but hasn't it been like a literal year since we last uploaded? Yes. <laughs> yes, it has. The last thing we up we episoded, the last thing we uploaded was actually, I believe, a pre-recorded episode because every time Will and I sit down to record, I have a little bit of a meltdown. Yeah. Uh, more about that later. <laughs> yeah, the last, I think I was actually looking, listening, looking, listening. Look, uh, listen, observe. Adapt, adopt. Improvised. Adapt, uh, adopt a puppy for me. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> we have so many cats. I would like two more cats and one more dog, please, and thank you. Five. An, cats an, an orange cat, dog. if I remember correctly. Uh, the last thing we actually sat down and recorded was Mimic more than a year ago. Blood Monkey. We never released that. Well, we didn't release it, but we recorded it. I actually forgot about right? it. Right? So we've actually... So the thing So there's going to be a secret thing. So the thing is, in the last 12 months... Well, let's go ahead and I'll just... I'll just In 2020... Y'all understand 2020, right? When I... That means something to you. I had some, some things happen. Life had... Life uh, found a way and ripped me out of my comfort zone in, in that it was my discomfort zone. And I uh, had a, a pandemic divorce, still pending, praise be, um, and a diagnosis of fibromyalgia and PTSD. So the point being, if you are a longtime listener, you may remember when I had a car accident and kept thinking I had a concussion. I didn't. I had a fibro fog. A fibro fog? I've, I, fibromyalgia has cognitive effects, and that's why sometimes I just don't remember nouns, which is fine. But other than that, now I'm, uh, you know, single, ready to mingle. Uh, not really. I'm, I'm. She's so, taking time for herself. I'm just working on myself right now. Um, and. You know, I've got a fucking kick-ass roommate. Her name is Corey, and she'll be she'll be joining us at some point because she has to, or, or <laughs> it's in the contract. And um, it's a condition of that, release. Is that my life? Yeah, lost. Oh, lo- dropped my husband. Got fibromyalgia. Lost my job because now I'm disabled out of work. Shrug emoji. And uh, got a roommate. So. That's been my my pandemic so far. How about how about you, Will? What's life been like since we last uploaded? Um, pretty much the same. And what's that look like for you? Yeah, I work in a the basement of a bank. <laughs> just just. But do you do you work for that bank or are you doing something nefarious? For... Can't say. <laughs> I, I I will not say, and I shall not say, and you cannot make me say. Um, but I did buy a new lathe. So and that's what, exciting. What did you buy? A lathe. What's a lathe for it's, the non-woodworkers in the audience? Well, you got when spoiled it there, didn't you? That's <laughs> it's a. What's a lathe for the non-lathers? It it's a tool you use. Um, that's that you particularly, <laughs> if you if you should. weren't a coward. I am a coward. Sorry. Uh, what 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 is it? It spins very fast along an axis, so you can carve things essentially. It's a wood turning. It's literal wood turning. 
what you what you described sounds amazing, but if I play it back for you, is way too broad to get you to a wood turner. You're like, well, you could turn other things. It's a tool that turns around an axis, so you can carve things. Well, it doesn't itself turn around an axis. Whatever you said. What you described was the wheel. Such an incredible like from Skyrim. I'm thinking dwarven. That horrible puzzle where you had to turn all the. The root, whatever. It was awful and I hated it. But Will got a wood turning lathe and it is so fucking cool. And yes, I am a coward. I, I have only turned a little bit because uh, life uh, made me scared of lathes as well. So um, I don't know. Anything else cool going on? Your apartment's done? I feel like it's been done. That's been done. Right? Yeah, I think the last time we recorded my apartment was still under repair or yeah, under construction. Yeah, so Will's uh, apartment is finished. He's got this dope apartment, uh, and it's uh, swanky as hell. Thanks. I have rearranged my apartment like seven times and continue to do so. Anywho, so year in review completed. Um, so now that we're back to posting um, on a air quote regular schedule what do uh what do our listeners have to look forward to will is something happening soon perhaps well the reason we're doing kong skull island other than it's a movie that we both really like is as of the we're recording this right now the long-awaited long-delayed godzilla versus kong comes out on wednesday that would be march 31st 31st in the year of 2021 and we're very excited it's still very much a pandemic but if you uh remember in the episode where we went and saw venom we did a like a car adventure driving to the theater and then driving back we are going to do a similar car adventure where we're gonna go and get snacks safely we'll do like a curbside pickup grab our snacks drive back here and watch the film on will's beautiful 15k tv or whatever what is it? 4K Ultra HD, and then it also it gives you uh, a a greeting. I don't know. I I lost the thread. Will's TV is very cool, so we're gonna go get snacks, drive back, and watch the movie as though it were a theater experience. Yeah, all the and that will become an episode. We're gonna also record that for the record. Why are you so beautiful, Will? <laughs> Just, just, just lucky, I guess. <laughs> um, do not eat the snake. Will. <laughs> well, if you're gonna put it that way. Okay. Anyways, um, so very, very excited. What is the most exciting thing about the upcoming release for you? Oh fuck! <laughs> I was gonna do it. Um. It's this was supposed to come out, you know, a year ago. So just to finally see it, it's exciting. So was production delayed at all, or was it just releases that have been delayed? So I mean, like, how much of this was filmed? That's a great question. One second. That we should talk about on Wednesday. Oh, this is a different movie. We're not yeah. watching this right now. So, anyways, we're watching. So, because Godzilla vs. Kong is finally coming out after all this time, we decided. You know what we haven't done. And we both really like Kong Skull Island. Katie, do you remember the first time we saw Kong Skull Island? If 
If I did remember, I've since forgotten. So let's go ahead and call that no. So we saw this in theaters with our mom. My mom. (laughs) Your mom. Me Uh, mom. Um... So this came out in 2006. This came out a few years ago. Yeah. So this came out when I was still working at the job near the movie theater. So I got out of work. I met I met our mom. You weren't there. So I texted you like, hey, Katie, where are you? She's like, oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not feeling, I'm not coming. It's like, well, we already bought your tickets um, and their non-refund was like, fine, I'll be there, but I'm not going to like it. 20 minutes later, I love it. <laughs> Also, I am French. I watched the movie in 20 minutes. Why did I turn into a small French person, and how did I watch the whole film in 20 minutes? Because uh, Toby Kebbell was there. Also, you are The Flash. The Flash? He's a small French person? Katie. What? <laughs> Katie has There's so much I need to learn about. <laughs> Is that DC? Yeah. Yeah, DC's not my vibe. I try, and I try. Oh my god, do a try. I forget what I was being a grump about, but it was just probably because I was a turd for a while. Um, But now I'm glad that I had seen it because not only was it a lovely film, I believe it was uh, the first time I met Toby Kebbell. And also, I cannot for the life of me recall if this has come up in the podcast before, but our mom's in love with Tom Hiddleston. I don't think it's come up, but yeah, it's weird. And it's like, it's fine. Like, it's fine. She's a perfectly reasonable person, but my my mom previously was in love with Nick Cage, which I know has come up before. And if it hasn't, <laughs> it will again. But yeah, so she she uh, she left all, all silly about um, Tom Hiddleston. I remember... So, much like the, that story that Will just told me, I don't remember seeing the movie that well. That well. Um, and so, I'm very much looking... I know I enjoyed it. I remember uh, a few things, so we can definitely delve into things Katie remembers about this movie in a second. But um, I barely remember anything, but I'm pretty sure this is where I first met Toby Kebbell. If it wasn't this, it might have been Black Mirror. I think, I think it was Black Mirror It doesn't first. matter. It's just that this was when I first fell in love with Toby Kebbell. Like, <laughs> he's so lovely. And, um, spoilers, rest in peace. But not for Toby Kebbell, IRL. Knocks on wood. I'm excited to see this movie again. The last time I attempted to watch this film, I believe, was when I was, when I had, like, one of those free movie like free premiere movie streaming channels because i had cable for like a year when we were in mansfield (laughs) but anyways so i tried to watch it and i remember like not to dunk on my ex-husband or anything but he wouldn't like shut the fudge up so then i felt like i couldn't watch it and now i'm excited to give it my undivided attention the way it deserves because um kong is baby imo thoughts I've definitely watched it between the theater and now, could not remember when, but I'm really excited to sit down and watch it. But do you agree that Kong is baby? Kong is baby. I was going to say Kong is baby, but let's try it again. I wish yeah. you guys could see those faces. <laughs> yes, Kong is baby. You went, Kong is baby. <laughs> like, you just shut down a little bit at the end. Ew. Uh-huh. All right. Um, so, Will, do you want to take it up front with some fun facts about the film, or should I try to remember some things about it first? Those are always equally fun activities, I'm sure. 
fun fact, uh, this is directed by Jordan Vaught Roberts, uh, who um, did a movie called not the Boys of Summer, but like the it was like the Kings of Summer, something like that. It's one of those things. I don't know why they do that, but hey, you made this delightful little indie film. Have a multi-million dollar monster movie. Uh, he's going to be directing the Metal Gear Solid movie. Uh, hey, there's a Metal Gear Solid movie? There's going to be a making a Metal Gear Solid movie. Uh, Oscar Isaac is Solid Snake. Insert question, or insert exclamation point sound here. Um, um, so this person, the director's name is, again... Jordan Vote Roberts. Jordan Vote Roberts. And where are they from? It's a little, like, the indie film Kings of Summer... Are they American? Are they Canadian? I think they're from New Jersey. New Jerseyan, which is basically the moon. Um, Okay, cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool. Uh, This is part of the MonsterVerse, so, you know, Godzilla 2014 led into... Is that the word? Wah. What's the name of the... Legendary Goji? No, what's the name? Toho? Toho, Studio Toho. Toho. When you say MonsterVerse, is that Toho? That is Legendary Films. Toho owns Godzilla. They licensed him to Legendary Films to make films in America. What baby? Godzilla is baby. Godzilla is... There's actually a line of small figurines of various Toho monsters, including Godzilla, on podiums apologizing for their rampages. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Katie is actually crying right now. No, I'm just almost crying. Please, don't. <laughs> How dare you? Big uh... anime tears. Speaking of and one big anime sweat drop. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of cute Godzilla, I did um, pre-order the Funko Pop for Godzilla vs. Kong. <laughs> I'm excited. Okay, um, so Jonathan Van Doubt Good job. <laughs> created a film called Kings of Summer and has now directed the film that we were about to watch and also the upcoming Metal Gear Solid film. Correct. That, okay, cool. What, uh... Well, can I name some actors whose names I remember? Sure. Okay, so Tom Hiddleston, whom mm-hmm. our mother loves. Brie Larson, whom America loves. Samuel L. Jackson, whom America also loves. Uh, I always want to first say Philip Seymour Hoffman, and I'm like, nope. John C. Riley. Yep. And American treasure, John Goodman. <gasps> John Goodman! I always forget him and I feel so bad. He is such a such a delight. And I just wish one day... Like, I think I would just want like a really good hug from John Goodman. <laughs> what a, were you expecting me to say? I, I, I don't know, but that landed yeah, perfectly. Yeah, your face was like... A little, a little concerned. Well, I was, I was like, because he, he, like, he doesn't drink. It's just like, uh, I don't want to hear. It's like, no, he won't do that. But I think, I think, hug I don't would be drink per- either. So, do you think John Goodman would smoke a bowl with me? Probably not. He's a sober man. Oh, okay. Well, I would respectfully not smoke a bowl with John Goodman. I would, but what I really just want is to like run into him at like Walgreens and be like, John Goodman, like, what's good? I'm vaccinated. You're vaccinated. Like, quick hug, and then. Did you hear Grover's jaw just close? That was you. That, that was, was him? him. He did a big yawn and then snapped. <laughs> snapped. He snapped. Snapped. S n a m p e d. Snapped. <laughs> That's the word I used. Also, squanchy. Um, these are words I've made for Grover and Grover alone. What am I talking about? John Goodman is in this film. Uh, Godzilla is not in this film. King Kong is in this film. Uh, a squid is in this film. Or is it an octopus? It's a squid. 
Perfect. I think that's everyone. Yeah. I think I've about covered everybody. That's the whole movie. We don't even need to watch it. I think I make that joke every other episode. It's so bad. Uh, Anyone I've missed, Will? Not that I... The main cast, not that I recall, but, you know, fuck it. Let's get into it. It's been so long. Are we gonna fight? Like, what's happening? Yes! (laughs) I... 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 I think at this point, if if I make, I could do a, like a Hadoken gesture, and Katie would fall over to do the air pressure. She, I would. I'm so frail. No, I'm I'm doing better. I went for a walk around Boston with my roommate the other day. So. Um, and the next day's like, well, my bones, they're jelly. <laughs> it's not my bones. It's my doms. Don't worry about it. Delayed onset muscle soreness. Here's the thing. I actually knew what that meant, but the it was like back in my workout days. Like, what's going on here? I, I saw. I saw it. Like, it looked like a guy was like, ah, oh, fuck, and started like <laughs> throwing things off a shelf trying to get at the head. That was what your brain looked like to me in that moment. Anyways, what the hell are we talking about? I'm fine. Well, don't fight me. What are we gonna get into? Hey, we'll be right back after this word from our monster. Place your charges. It's time to show Kong that man is king. And we're back. Hey, everybody. Will has decided he's going to talk like, who is it? Wolfman Jack. Wolfman Jack. That famous DJ. From the 70s, but I think I've learned about on Happy Day. I don't. (laughs) No, 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 no. you gotta keep going. Please don't, please don't. I'm not going to. (laughs) But we gotta, we we, we gotta keep that intro, though. We're, we are, we're having a grand time. We had some nachos. I'm on my second margarita. I think the main distinction of the MonsterVerse films is, you know, Godzilla 2014 is a... I'm not somber's not the right. It's a disaster movie. This movie is a fucking romp. Yes. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think I was gonna say? Something fucking useful? Hell no. <laughs> I have not had any margaritas. I'm just fucking rude. I nearly died because <laughs> Will made me laugh just as I was taking a fat rip off my face. Okay. Uh, earlier, when you were you you had you know you're sort of you know think is like I'm I'm working through something I'm thinking and your, your hand was like this and I thought you were just doing this I did not realize that you were also doing the world's longest rip I was like oh and then you took it away and smoke oh my sister has become own dragon <laughs> hey, so I have you're you're on fire <laughs> I have a very um, effective efficient vape uh, called the mighty it basically looks like something that would uh, be kept in like a Black and Decker tool set, um, but it's lovely and um, yeah, it, it looks like a battery charger. Yeah, oh yeah, it looks like a portable, like a portable power bank. Um, now that you've said battery charger, like that's what that looks like to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, it has different temperatures, so sometimes. Um, and medicinal weed is legal in Massachusetts. Oh yes, and medicinal marijuana is legal in Massachusetts, and I have a medical marijuana card, uh, and no fucks to give, but. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, now, I've not seen the older King Kong movies, period. Like, this is probably the only King Kong film I've ever seen. Um, for some reason, the... I want to say Rouse Tower, but it's Dan ha- Hassan... Peter Jackson? No. It's a, it's a long stretch. Anyways, I have not seen the Peter Jackson. I have not seen the original... 
black and white movie. So for me, it's it's this baby. This is Kong, um, and I love it. <laughs> Was that good? Is that the take? I, 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 th- I think we're good. Uh, no. Um, they took the sort of reaction to 2014's Godzilla uh, and sort of addressed that in this. I mean... In Go- reaction from critics? Reaction from fans? Both. Yeah. The Go- Kong is, you know... I'm not sure if it's Kong or, or a... A giant ape of the Kong species is shown in the first five minutes. Uh, you know, full on. You know, we 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 see Kong in it's Kong. Okay, because then then um then then John C. Riley later says, um, that like Kong, like he met Kong and Kong was the last one then. Okay, uh, but yeah, maybe, maybe. maybe yeah. That could be fucking. <laughs> we. <laughs> we- We've been eating. I said it with such conviction. I'm like, I have no idea. I'm high. Nachos and margaritas. We're fine. We have no retention of data. Um, no, but yet, like Kong is seen in you know in the bright sunlight. A lot of, I mean, this this is a movie in on a you know abandoned jungle island, and there's a it's lush and green. I love those water buffalo. Like I want one. The, the, like a print of a water buffalo. Like that was so. Um, let, let me tell you something. A, a a creature that did not make it into the final cut uh, was a tiger with antlers. I love it. <laughs> like I'm sorry to say that with my mouth full, but that's how that's how intensely I felt about it. Um. Um. I love it. And you know, and, and Kong is a you know a constant presence in the film. I mean, Godzilla is for the you know, like a lot of Godzilla 2014 is really setting up the mutos and you know Godzilla is you know sort of you know there's a this background presence that all of a sudden oh there's a giant lizard in Hawaii and we love him (laughs) while while in Kong you know Kong is a what I said is basically that King Kong is a character whereas Godzilla in, in the first movie is more of a force of nature more of a force of nature with a personality yeah no, uh, but, I'm not just I'm not discrediting yeah. that Godzilla has a personality I just mean that for the the bulk of the film leading up to Godzilla fighting the Mutos, it was just basically like it's like the uh, tornadoes like two, and Twister. It was literally just gonna say a tor- two tornadoes and a hurricane. Yeah, I think if I'm hearing you correctly, like it's basically that there were building up like they the, it was a very very be- I think a beautiful execution and a very slow build to. Um, like basically just like sneak peeks of Godzilla, which I I, mm-hmm. I loved in the legendary Godzilla from 2014 featuring Brian Cranston and Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> but like the way that Will's face looks, he's like, oh my God, is she going to remember something? And I just, I got him so good. It was Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yes. Anywho. And Elizabeth Olsen. I love her. Anyways, that's not the movie. This one, Kong Skull Island. You know there were there were these these forces of nature with personalities, a la the the Muto kind of deal in the skull, the skull crawlers. Oh, so I was like skull crusher, and I was like, that's not it, baby. <laughs> that's skull what, crawler. That's Kong. Um, yeah, right. And then Kong is more so the Godzilla, but he's also like part of the. Oh my god, whatever. I lost <laughs> the thread. I lost the thread. Hey, that's fine. I mean, it's and at the ish, ish, yeah. I mean, it's a it's very straightforward. It's like we there's an island. We think there's 
resources, quote-unquote, there. Let's go to the island. Oops, the resources are actually monsters, and we wanted to be sure that we were correct, so the government will give us money. Sorry everyone died. Samuel, and then Samuel Jackson's like, well, we gotta kill this giant monkey. I mean, now is as good a time as any to talk about how terrifying Samuel Jackson's character Packard was. Like, can I just... Okay, my texts all just popped up at me for some reason, and the last text I sent was, this goose has a bad foot. Is there a goose ambulance we can call? What? To mom about the goose that I was telling you about. He's fine, apparently. You were, you were telling me about a goose? With a with a limp foot? You you said nothing to me about I a goose. I thought it really hard, and maybe you were there, though. Okay, listen. Can you please try to focus, Will? I'm going to tell you about Samuel Jackson. What I what I hadn't really caught the first caught on to the first time we saw it in theaters was that they were the war was over and they were all going home mm-hmm. and instead of going home he chose he kind of was like oh my god a special mission like uh yeah of course I'd love to do it <laughs> and most people would be like no thank you I'd like to go the fuck home but like this person had nothing else to really like mm-hmm. go home to. And so he may have snapped a wee bit and not reacted the way he probably would have in other circumstances, or is he just straight fucking unhinged? I think it's a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B. Um, you know, th- this is a guy who is uh, the character, like you said, has nothing to go home for. Like other people, has families. There's this runner throughout the film of. Um, Toby Kebbell's character going home to see to see his uh, to see Danny? his son Billy. Danny. The kid's name is Billy. His, who is Danny, Will? His name is Billy. You're so silly. Uh, even Shea Wiggum's character, who's the best, you know, that you have the sense of, like, he's doing what he's told, but, you know, he would rather be anywhere else. I love him. <laughs> uh, but, you know, Packard is a guy who will, wants to fight. Yeah, so I just, because um, I wanted to double check something, I pulled up the Wikipedia for this movie, and there's actually a quote from Samuel Jackson about the role. So it says, Jackson compares his character to Captain Ahab from Moby Dick, stating, he does, quote, he does have to exact some measure of revenge for the people he's lost. That's just the nature of how we operate eye for an eye. So that is kind of fair in that, like, the first time they encounter Kong, it's it's a bunch of fatalities, um on the army side so that could just be a co- like the code i'm just curious like how would this person react if it if 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 he had run into a giant uh ape in other situations would his instinct be to kill it i don't know just something to th- something to ponder i don't yeah. you don't need to answer that for me but uh, the character and the like to your point what was the what was the name of the person who, Samuel Jackson? No, Shea Wiggum. Shea Wiggum. As Earl Cole. Okay. Is that the guy he killed? This is the guy with the grenades who gets who knocked. Gets smacked into yeah. the... I saw... Let's talk about that yeah, for no, a second. Uh, like, can um... we, should we say into it a little bit differently? Yeah, let's... let's... me saying the guy who kills himself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's, it's a beautiful subversion of, like, the heroic sacrifice. You know, they're all running away. Uh, the giant skull crawlers coming after them, and Shea Wiggum takes the grenades. He's like, "Yeah, you guys go on. I'll take care of it." And you know, he pops the grenades, and you're like, "Oh, he's the other guy's going to eat him. And the thing's going to explode. It's going to be a big heroic moment." And 
the Skullcrawler tail whips him into a cliff and he explodes. And it's such a beautiful, like, subversion of the of the expectation of what you expect in a movie like this. I, I saw someone, someone in a tweet, like, if, if you don't think this is the dopest shit, there's something wrong with you. Well, it's kind of akin to the moment in Cabin in the Woods where, spoilers for Cabin in the Woods, Chris Hemsworth drives a, a dirt bike into a barrier and explodes, or kind of tumbles really <laughs> yeah, down. He, he, you he, think it's going to be He dies hard. consistently. Yes, but... Um, <laughs> Continuously. Continuous. as like consistently. Um, but anyway, so that, that, but that's kind of something you would expect from that movie. Mm-hmm. In this movie, you really expected like this to be a heroic moment. Mm-hmm. I was basically screaming the entire time, like, you goofballs, you dum dums. <laughs> like, like, like your front, your Cole is standing there, like giving up his life, and y'all are just standing there watching, like run the fuck away. And then, like basically, they gained no ground, and and a bunch of other, you know, Deus Ex mm-hmm. Machina moments had to happen. And it was like it was definitely, um, like you said, like a subversion of the expectation. Mm-hmm. But it also like it was a little silly. I you don't think so? No, it's it's silly is not the right word I'd use. It it's. Uh, I th- I think that's bathos. Tell me more. B e t h o s. Yeah, there's there's pathos and bathos. I think. All right. Uh, an effect of anticlimax. Bathos. An effect of anticlimax created by an unintentional lapse in mood from the sublime to the trivial and ridiculous. It's definitely an interesting moment in the movie, um, tonally for sure. And there, it's not the only kind of. And I'm going to maintain silly death because there is the gentleman who was taken away by the birds and ripped in half. Oh, yeah. Mark Evan Jackson's in this movie. I completely forgot about that. And that is which character? Uh, he's the scientist who's with the um, with, with Packard's group. Oh, yes. I did. Um, so while we were watching, I did re- look up what I recognized him from. And he's a, the lo- he's like... Wow, my brain just froze up. He's the he's a he plays the lawyer in Parks and Recreation. But anyways, that guy, yeah, he gets stepped on. Yeah, he yeah he, he, he gets yeah, all the way sm- squashed. Yeah, yeah Kong, Kong steps on him. Uh, they're when they're on John C. Riley's boat. Uh, they're cruising around, and the and one of the scientists who's with that group just gets grabbed by a bunch of hell buzzards and torn to shreds for no goddamn reason. Um, um, that mo- that moment for me for some reason just tickles me, <laughs> and I don't mean in like a masochistic way to be clear, because the the moment in um, Jurassic World in which isn't there a, a like a, yeah, a passenger, someone's like picked up and then the, a, a monster comes up and eats yeah the, them the, and the person the personal assistant who has done who has basically been spending the whole movie planning her wedding. And is sort of like exasperated, dies in the most horrible way in the entire film. I don't know. For because those... bitches be crazy. I don't know. <laughs> it was just uh, oh, now. I need to now. I need to watch that. But that <laughs> moment for me felt gratuitous. This to me, I don't know. It was such a non moment. Like the like one of the soldiers is like he's gone. Like move on or whatever. Like it's time to go and. Uh, let's time to go, as they say in the army. Um, yeah, it was just like there. It, it, it very much had a pacing where like horrible, horrible things are happening, and no, we're not dwelling on it. Yeah. Like we're going, we're going, we're going, we're going. So that's definitely something. Uh, now that we're talking about it, like I'm noticing, like there were a lot of ridiculous deaths. Hmm. 
but just that one really, really got, gets you in a, in a way I would not and, and I think it illustrates that even, you know, like, hey, things are going great, but we are still in a environment where we should not be. Right, um, right, 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 right. Let's... Oh my god, I wish I knew what those birds look like. Is there a, is there a book, uh, a design book? I'm sure one? there is. Let's, I'll, I'll look into it for my you. My birthday is in, in, in two months, so... Uh, so, let's see. I... So Jordan Vote Roberts is a Jordan Vote Roberts loves what he's doing. You can obviously tell that. And there's a lot of really um, fun little references. Um, the back of John C. Riley's jacket is essentially, you know, the 1940s version of the jacket from Akira. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, there's a th- random first-person moment when during the first Skullcrawler attack. Um, because he's a big fan of video games, obviously he's doing the Metal Gear Solid film. He actually showed up. They they had a big. Is that when the camera gets splashed with like it's either blood or like? Well, it, it's um, Tom, what's like his face? Uh, Tom something? Tom Hiddleston puts on the gas mask and he's like, Cliff Sword, and he grabs the sword and he's running through. And so there's so you can see it through the the mask, just because it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a very immersive. Yeah. Um, he actually showed, they, they did like a big fan premiere uh, at a drive-in for Godzilla vs. Kong yesterday, and of course he showed up with the, with the samurai sword. <laughs> Love that. Wait, who did? Jordan Vote Roberts. Okay, not Tom Hiddleston. Not Tom Hiddleston. I was like, that's fucking weird of Tom Hiddleston to just be Well, well I remember sword. when Godzilla, King of the Monsters, everyone, the big sort of prevailing theory was that Charles Dance was grown-up Tom Hiddleston. I'm like... No, not gonna do that because Charles Dance only plays mean people. But let's talk about John C. Riley for a second. John C. Riley is in a is I think we can put him up in our list of national treasures. I'm transcending space and time right now, so I'm just trying to like get back into this moment. So John C. Riley, American mm-hmm. treasure. Tell me, uh, let's let's hear the case for John C. Riley as American treasure. I'm not disagreeing, but you know, well, he is a transcendent talent who whomst whomst uses it's it's I, w- I wouldn't say he uses his powers for evil but like i'm trying to think john malkovich could not play dr steve brule <laughs> who's dr steve brule oh my god check it out with dr steve brule from tim and eric Catherine, I failed you as an old brother. That's true. <laughs> For many reason's. Um Grover's here in case anyone's keeping track. John C. Riley to me, when I think of John C. Riley, I think of him in Chicago. I think that says more about me than it does about him, to be fair. Um, but no, I, I, I don't disagree. He's a very, very for someone who has so much of a character aesthetic as he does. He's a very dynamic actor. Hmm. Um, no, I was, you, you said that, and I immediately remembered the guy who played him in the opening flashback, who also played his son at the end, actually had to have a prosthetic forehead. Uh, a prosthetic forehead. I love yep. that. Yeah, I love he's... that. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> I mean, That's so, so funny. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate oh, it. oh, God. <laughs> I yield so much power. I yield it. <laughs> you you wield it, then you yield it. <laughs> I know, right? Um, um, that actually dovetails into dove, dove, dove's tails. Woo! Uh, 
Um, Wait, life is like a hurricane here in Dubsville. You said Dubs Tales. Woo! So. That is staying in the So when I was doing my homework before we sat down and watched this, I found something I found really interesting. Um, before the films actually started, Samuel L. Jackson's character and John C. Riley, they actually had two different people in the parts before things were um, being shot. Do you want to venture a guess? One of them had recently won an Oscar, and the other one is very famous. That is like, <laughs> name... Ma'am, for a dollar, name a woman. Um, <laughs> that's literally your like. Well, 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 I'll give you a hint. It's not a woman. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Perfect. Ma'am, for two dollars, name not a woman. Uh, okay, so Preston Packer duh, was going to be played by Hewlett Packer. Of Hewlett Packer. Yes. Perfect. And then John C. Riley's character was originally going to be played by Christopher Lloyd. Is he dead? He's not dead. Oh, okay. Jesus. I was like. <laughs> he's, he, he's, he's old, but he's not dead. Uh, Preston Packard was uh, originally J.K. Simmons. Oh, I can see it. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. He, he, did not want to, uh, he did not want to leave his family to film on an island for so long. That's fair. Oh, let, can we talk about that afterwards? Sure. Like where this was filmed and stuff? Because it's never even occurred to me that that's an island. I've got it here. Okay. I can look it up. Cool. Um, so we'll cut that. Uh, and, no, I'd like, to, I'd like to keep it. It's sure. never occurred to me that this is filmed on an island. Yeah. Like, and um, John C. Riley was Michael Keaton. Oh, my God. That... Yeah, no, it would have I been a, it would have been a totally different energy. It would it, um, John C. Riley is just a naturally likable person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Like, I think the the entire film, you you would you would think that you know Michael Keaton would you know eat them at some point. Yeah, like <laughs> it would be harder. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely I can definitely see that. That's a really <laughs> succinct way of putting it. Like I was like, um, what don't I like about that? Is that um, you don't trust Michael Keaton. Yeah. one does not. Uh oh, what was the other fun thing? It, hmm. Is there a ghost? You have to tell us if there's a ghost. Also, if you're a cop. Okay. Is it a cop ghost? Oh my god, um, a cop ghost. Okay, so John C. Riley might would have been Michael Keaton mm -hmm. and <laughs> Michael Keaton and J.K. Simmons. That's interesting. No, that would make a terribly different movie, though, mm -hmm. huh? Okay, cool. And what were you gonna say? Um. So when they first meet the um they're called the iwi the the natives of the island and they're all like being poked at with spears uh one of them is just brie larson <laughs> she's not an actor i don't know how movies work i'm sure there's a, a, a lot of well that, no you were a stage actor I was, yeah, there's that... much to be said you, you are for sure an actor you're a stage actor you're not a film actor i'm not a film actor i'm sure there's a lot more moving parts but Anyway, like if I was shooting a Star Wars movie and I was, you know, didn't, wasn't on call for the day, I was like, hey, I'll be Stormtrooper number four and die. Yeah. That sounds like a yeah. fucking hell of a time. Oh my God, I can imagine. Yeah. I feel like, okay, yeah, I would, I definitely would, I would fuck around, like, absolutely. And you would find out. And I would find out. And yeah, do you want to talk about where this movie was shot? Yeah, so you mentioned that J.K. Simmons, uh, 
one of the reasons stated was not wanting to film on the island. And it had honestly not occurred to me that this was not uh, entirely just like a CGI island. Like, this oh. is a real freaking no, island. Yeah, huh? this, is, I, this is like the first movie, like, filmed in Vietnam by an American production or something like that. That's the, wild. Like, so. the director actually got jumped by a Vietnamese gang. <laughs> So, yeah, what? Hold on. Yeah. You mentioned that a little bit during the movie, but I was like, I forget what the moment was, but it was Oh, like, when, when they were... I fil- was raptly attentive, so. uh, it, Oh, of course you were. It was because it was during um, Tom Hiddleston's introduction. No, uh, this was one of the first... Oh, yeah, in the bar. Yeah, one of the first productions shot in Vietnam uh, by an American production company. You, essentially, a ja- uh, Vietnamese gang was like, hey, give us some money. And Jordan Vaught Roberts was like, no. And they, be- and they beat him up a whole bunch. Like, real bad? Like, was he okay? Uh, eventually, yes. He was in the hospital for a oh, while. Oh, jeez. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's definitely uh, noteworthy. Yeah. Um, so, I had pulled up the Wikipedia to have this for reference. And one of the things that now, looking back at it, I, I under- I've made a connection here. Um there's a section called Influences. Did you read this on Wikipedia? I did not. All right. So this is cool. Uh, not... Vote Roberts has cited several films that inspired Kong Skull Island stating blah, 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 blah. Apocalypse Now, The Conversation Platoon. And then this is the part that's very interesting. Oh, and re- he references the host. But here. The entire Neon Genesis Evangelion <laughs> series was a big influence. Vote Roberts also cited Princess Mononoke as an influence on the approach and design of the monsters. There you go. He mentioned, is it Sachiel? Sachiel? S A C H I E L. Sachiel. Sachiel from Neon Genesis Evangelion. Cubone from Pokemon. <laughs> no Face from Spirited Away. And the Two Legged Lizard from the 1933 Kong King Kong is inspiration for the Skull cra- Skull Crawlers. That makes sense. That's actually pretty fucking dope. Like that's a that all of that gets me there. Like when you say Cubone, I'm like I see it, but horrifying. Hmm. And when you the the Sakiel the the, uh, the first angel we see. It's the one. Yeah. But what is what's it pronounced? Sak. Sakiel. Sakiel. Yeah, no, I just, um, there's another section about creature design as well, but I just thought you'd get a kick out of, like, <laughs> the range of influences. Like, this person was is probably close to my age, our age. He, I, I, I think he's a couple months, I think he's, a, like, a few months, a few months to a year younger he, than I am. He's your age. He's, yeah. yeah, he was born in 84. So those references, that's kind of really, that's really cool. Hmm. Um, On the subject of Jordan Vaught Roberts, um, are you aware of the Honest Trailers internet thing uh it's ringing a bell a little bit but i don't think i've seen one okay it's it's an online video series where uh, after the movie comes out on dvd they do like a quote-unquote honest trailer of the um what the movie actually is compared to sort of how it's advertised and it's it's better than cinema sins i mean they they do sort of go for the low-hanging fruit uh but it's they they seem to have a sense of you know, respect. What well, is CinemaSins? CinemaSins is just some asshole like, oh, this doesn't make sense to me right now, so it's obviously a, f- a flaw or a plot hole. And let's make a list. It's like and every... This is a YouTube channel? Yeah, it's, it's, okay. like, it's like everything wrong with Kong Skull Island. Oh, and... those... Yeah. I hate those videos because yeah. they're very nitpicky. Yeah. 
the ones that are like everything wrong with something something are like yeah yeah that I mean it, that it, gets me where yeah. oh, I mean it's interesting like you know, like the the goofs page on IMDb it's like hey you know in 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 this shot you know Shay Wiggum had this gun yeah. then it, then it cut and he was holding you know the gun is gone and then it cut back and he held the gun it's before. almost like this movie was made by humans yeah um, oh, but so essentially uh, what happened was so sorry so the 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 bad the the bad one is the one that's like chipping away at it the one mm-hmm. that you like is kind of like I've seen a couple in expectation there expectation versus reality sure okay. Jordan Vaught Roberts actually wrote the honest trailer for his own film for, for his yeah because you're like hey you know I stand by this movie it's a I I really like it there are massive structural problems like why are there so many humans why do they once they get to the island why do they all split up into groups like uh, I think. I think I mentioned, in the, and I can't remember the character, but the, the the Chinese scientist basically said, "I don't know why I'm in this movie. I have no reason to be in this yeah, movie." Yeah, yeah. I was I, I was kind of curious. I forget. Does she get introduced with a role? Let's see. No, it's it's like no. It just literally says a biologist working for. Oh, a biologist working for Monarch. Yeah. According to Vote Roberts and Borenstein. Her role was initially longer, but rewrites reduced it. Alison D'Souza of the Straits Times wrote that in the final film, Jing Tian's role would be described in uh, Chinese as a hua ping, meaning a vase, which refers to it insignificant parts, and that she hardly does or says a thing. No, it's like, I'm glad he's in it. Mark Evan Jackson didn't need to be in the movie, for example. Um, she, like, yeah, they could have combined her and the Brooks character. Uh, he says in his honest trailers that, you know, I killed, you know, after, you know, a certain point, there's, there was no reason for John Goodman to be on the island, so I had him eaten by a monster. Um, so yeah, even, you know... But, like, it's a movie, and that's, that those are, those are tropes of the genre. Yeah. Um, like, people to, I'd like to watch this honest trailer, so, um, you know, definitely send that to me immediately. All right. Um, Got it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'd love to watch that honest trailer and uh, check that out. But one of the things when you were talking about the honest trailers, it actually reminds me of the when people take movie trailers and cut them to, to fit different genres. How like any movie can be made to look like anything with different um, incidental music and everything. Hey, like Mary Poppins as a horror movie yeah, or, yeah. Or, 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 the, so, or The Shining as a romantic comedy yeah. or whatever the hell it was. I'm so curious to see like what, uh, I mean, what the honest trailer is compared to the actual trailer. I mean, we, we do this and it makes us, you know, I, we do the editing here and make, it makes us sound incredibly smart. We Guess are. what? We're not. We, we, we be doing the real dumb, <laughs> but I'm going to be doing the editing tonight so no one will notice. Editings? Well gonna fix that in post I booped yeah him. so it's definitely one of those things where there are a bunch of characters but like that's that's also to say like does every every on-screen character in every movie have a role and a name no well, maybe they didn't need to keep that woman uh you know that that role as specifically that role whatever but um people are very nitpicky that bugs me yeah. But yeah, why, yeah, I mean, why it's are a, you here? No, man? it's a guy looking at. Um, Maybe she's at an internship. <laughs> Anyways, you know, it's a guy looking at Louise and he's like, I could have fixed that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they should be given the chance, but I don't well, know how movies work either. There's, there's all contracts and filming and money and. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> in thirty years, the remake of Kong Skull Island. <laughs> Skull Island. Um, definitely, my big takeaways from this were. 
um, you know, how, how, how really like lovely it was the ways that they approached, you know, the, the humans relating to Kong, what I had completely forgotten about was they get like Brie Larson touches Kong mm-hmm. on the, on the finger and that like Kong then saves her later. And I think that that's a really beautiful, um, connection that to me, I'm excited to see like how they sort of look at Kong's cognizance, cognizance in the upcoming film. Sorry, it wasn't on purpose. And um, I am very emotional because I'm very sad to watch like my two favorite boys fight. But I'm curious to see how it all turns out. I I have bad news. The the director of uh, Godzilla versus Kong did say that he he did not make them kiss. He did he did not. They don't kiss. They don't kiss. They just fight. He he didn't know that you know the world wanted them to smooch. The world absolutely wanted them to at least butterfly kisses. On on that note, you wanted to address is size. Yes, and that's what I was gonna ask. Is actually like how fair of a fight. Are we looking at because well this like, well this is interesting baby, baby boy is not full grown yet yeah because that's this was actually one of those things that came out hey we're doing Godzilla versus Kong in a couple of years people are like okay but he's so little uh, there's a there's a wonderful piece of fan art of Godzilla with like a baby carrier and Kong in it. I think I've sent it to you at least once or twice. Oh, gosh. It's ringing a bell. Absolutely. That's um, so cute. So in this movie, Godzilla... It, no. In this movie, Godzilla's a cave painting. <laughs> in this movie, Kong is 104 feet tall. He is, however, a teenager, quote-unquote. Uh, he is an adolescent, and, you know, this movie takes... Oh, but this movie takes place in 1971. <laughs> Just... In case you needed like yeah. hard facts, this is the wrong yeah. podcast as a reminder. But so yeah. this is this is the seventy. Like yeah. this is the first year of the seventies. Really. Um, so he's so a, in nineteen seventy one. Godzilla is still growing. King Kong is still growing. Godzilla isn't in this movie for the last time. <laughs> we'll stop bringing up Godzilla. But King Kong is one hundred and four feet tall. One hundred and four feet tall. Okay. Seen and... in the trailer, uh, Godzilla is three hundred feet tall. Okay. Um, oh, like three oh three. Little. Yeah. Oh my God, he's like a toddler. <laughs> oh God. Okay, but he he's gonna get bigger, right? Yeah. No, we've seen in the trailer that they are of of a height. Uh, when they're standing so 300-ish. on three hundred ish. Yeah, when standing on the um. Actually, let me get the exact figures here. Yeah. Also, like, don't expect you to remember things like how big they were in relation to each other in the trailer. Like, don't expect me to remember much. Um, well, they they are roughly the same height in the trailer. Oh. Godzilla, MonsterVerse, Gojipedia, three hundred fifty five feet as of legendary as of uh, King of the Monsters was a little bit bigger. King of the Monsters, King Kong, three fifty five, or Godzilla, three fifty five. No, King Kong's in, in, not in okay. King of the Monsters. In side note on that, in Godzilla twenty fourteen, he's three hundred fifty five. As of King of the Monsters, he's 390 feet tall. He got a little boost. He, he got a little he got boost. Lifts. He, he got lifts in his shoes. Um, it, actually, I was, I was reading in the novelization of King of the Monsters, uh, when um, uh, King Ghidorah does his, hey, everyone come here. It, Kong actually hears him and is like, fuck that guy. I'm staying here. <laughs> I completely forgot about that part of the movie, too. <laughs> I'm going to have to... I think that what we should do between now and Wednesday is like 
at the very least, like in the background, have the movies on so we can catch some of those moments. But um, I, I think I'll make a point to watch the um, Legendary Godzilla and King of the Monsters this week. Katie also doesn't have a job. So. I said that. I said I was disabled out of work. Um, and then I said insert shrug emoji or whatever. Um, but yeah, no. So if, if he's... There, so they're equally sized. It seems about a fair fight. Um, which means that Godzilla... If Godzilla showed up to Skull Island, Godzilla would just smush it. Could just tromp through. He could tromp on through and... But we don't know. We're going to find out on Wednesday. I'm so stressed out. Like, I know it's going to be fine. I know it's a movie. But, like, I'm... I don't want to watch them fight. Oh, I'll be okay. Just just watch the trailer with them doing a big, big punch and a big meaty smack. Like, desensitize myself yes. a little bit. Okay, I'm just going to have to watch the trailer... Oh my god, but like, I, if I, no one, no one ever make me choose between King Kong and Godzilla, because I'll just, I'll just short circuit and like burst into flames. Um, what else? I mean, oh god, I f- forgot how completely fucking rad the Skull Crushers are. <laughs> um, and I definitely, definitely want at least like a piece of like wall art or something, like a print, now that I know it's inspired by, by no face. Um, <laughs> what else? I think we've covered it. Yeah, I mean, really, I'm just like now I'm more jazzed than ever to to get uh, to go on our little snack cruise and go to the movie theater. I was actually um, because I follow them on Twitter. Oh, get into thing uh, because I follow them on Twitter. They're like, "Hey, book a private screening." I'm Who like, "Who does?" Um, so I follow Legendary on Twitter, and you know the Godzilla movie account, which is goes from King of the Monsters to Godzilla versus Kong now. Uh, and they had a thing where it's like, "Hey, you know, in theaters and you know, eight, streaming on HBO Max is like book a private screening." I'm like, "Well, how much is that going to cost?" And I can't find any pri- in how to book a private screening locally. It's so. like if you have to ask, you can't afford it. <laughs> I guess so. So uh, apropos of literally nothing we've been talking about, but I've been watching a lot of um, based on a true story kind of movies and docu-series, things like that. And I recently watched Molly's Game. And in the beginning of the movie... Is that the one with Jessica Chastain? Oh my God, it's so good. It's so good. But yes, it does have Jessica Chastain in it. That's not what you asked. You didn't ask, oh my God, is it so good? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Don't get cozy. I'll get in trouble. So anyways, in the in the beginning of the movie, um, they are introducing that she is a bartender in a very upscale um, bar in, I think, California, L.A. maybe. The point being, they're like, oh, would you like a bottle of, of Chandon or whatever? And they're like, yeah, cool. And they're like $900. And it's like, it's not about that. It's like, it's not about the booze. It's about the money. And that made me like, Jack's here. Can you hear him? Anyways, it just made me want to throw up <laughs> thinking about like just having the the quote unquote like whatever. Uh, I would I would hate to be that rich and not care about money. That's all I'm saying. I would love to be. <laughs> no, but like, would you be a big shit about it, or would you oh, like, instead of throwing nine hundred bucks at a bottle, why don't you buy nine hundred like? dollars worth of good champagne and so, have a party so like gatsby let's see i but w- don't be gatsby because w- he's trash would you rather fight one large duck or a hundred 
small <laughs> I've, I, I think I missed a key number this here. Is very good. And I, I choose one large duck. Thank you. Um, unrelated to also anything, I sat on the waterfront today and threw birdseed at the Canada geese. And then both my mother and my brother came to make sure they weren't trying to kill me. And did uh, they? They did not. I am alive. I am happy to report. Anyways, we've got Fuck geese. <laughs> we've gotten way off base. So the point being, Godzilla versus Kong is coming out VV soon. Very soon. And we're excited. We are. So excited we got off our asses and recorded an episode. We actually like we got we, we're, it, we, we The this, ball is rolling, things are happening, we're momentum. gonna watch we're, Another we're, movie. We're gonna watch King Kong versus Godzilla from 1960, whatever. We're gonna watch Gamera. We're gonna drag our mom up here and watch Mothra movies. It's is... all coming together. My mom is not excited to watch a Mothra movie, <laughs> but she's very excited to be included. She's thrilled at the at the prospect. So, all right. Well, thanks so much for uh, for tuning in. We'll have thanks some... for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your time. And have a wonderful rest of your solar cycle. Have a cosmic good night. <laughs> Aw, no, that was so cute. Okay, bye. And bye-bye now.